we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. First Peter 3 and 8. Finally, be ye all of one mind. Look, somebody say one mind. Having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful, that's toward each other, and be what? Courteous. This is Peter laying down how we should behave. Now, when we're talking about this particular season, these are things that we need to understand as far as our behavior. These are the things that help us feel better about this season. So when the season roll around, you don't get depressed. You don't feel bad. You don't start hating Santa. Oh, I hate Santa and reindeer. And, uh, you, just, you know, you just get, <laughs> you get angry because of, of, of past issues that you've had with this season. We want to break that. So when the season, this season rolls around, you're feeling loved. You want to love. You want to do kind things toward people. And you feel good about this season. Now, you should feel good all the time. But it's something about this season that causes people to go into depression and, and, and mood swings and feeling bad. And it's always tied to the previous years of going through certain things. So we want to keep you uh, in this, um, um, keep, keep, keep you feeling good about this season but it starts right here look at somebody say right here it starts here in the church and this is what peter's talking about in the church as a body of believers we are to we, we are to all be of one mind having compassion one with another loving as brethren being pitiful and being courteous during the holiday season we should make a special effort to represent the church well by understanding one another. How many of you can honestly say that you have a better understanding of the people in here than you had when you first came? Amen. You learn. When I go talk to this one, I have to talk this way. I have to talk this way. I have to say it like this. This one understands this better than this one under and this one understands. You learn that, right? Especially when people start coming over to your house, you start spending time with them, whatever the case, you begin to really understand people and, and, and understand where they're coming from so that you know how to properly entreat them. That's maturity. Amen. But if you take the attitude, they just have to, I mean, I'm treating everybody the same. You just have to get used to me. Well, then you, nobody's going to want to be around you. Amen. And then when church is out, they see you coming, folks bump their head on the door trying to get away from you. They literally try to get away from you. They don't want to talk to you. Because, it, amen, because you're so selfish, you're not going to acquiesce to anyone but yourself. But we got to learn, man. We got to learn to understand people. I love everyone in here, but I have to love people differently in here. Amen. I love some people in here because they love me. I love some people in here because I don't want to see them go to hell. Amen. I love some people in here because I just want to love them right on out of here. I got different loves. Amen. It's same in your home. You love your wife different than you love your children. It's a different love, a different vantage point of love, right? Your mama, you love your mama, but she go against your wife. You got to take your wife's side. Mama got a hush. Uh-oh. Somebody couldn't amen that. They sit next to their mama. She got her fist clutched. <laughs> but isn't that true? You love your mother, but mama, I got to draw the line. No. You're not running this house. 
Same with women. Amen. You love your mama, but your mama ain't your husband. Amen. When night fall, your bed gets very cold. So you better tell mama, mama, don't be messing up my good stuff. Hey, you need to know when to draw the line. Amen. That's, un- look at somebody say understanding. Acts 2. 46, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with what? Gladness and what? First church, house to house, breaking bread with one another, loving one another, gladness and singleness of heart, meaning everybody was on the same page. Amen. And understand, we all here from different places and different zones and regions and especially different understandings biblically and different, you know, teachings or whatever you grew up with. So, We're all learning. So everybody's not on the same page with you. But we're trying to get there. Amen? Hey, you may pull them up on Instagram and see them lit. But you don't go call folks, woo, you see someone so lit and have it forwarded all through the church. No. No, you you private message them and say, hey, or you come to an older person with some authority or something and you say, hey, uh, I saw a sister on, on, on Snapchat lit. And let somebody pull it to the side and say, baby, first of all, don't put your business on Snapchat like that. You're making everybody look bad. And second, why was you lit? Don't be lit. (laughs) And that should be handled privately. Shouldn't be a conversation y'all having on a Sunday after service. Uh Uh-oh. Amen. Don't be talking about nobody got drunk. You don't know what's wrong with them. One thing keeping you from getting drunk is you don't have no money. You can't buy no liquor. I had an uncle used to drink rubbing alcohol. He was a real gangster. The rubbing alcohol. The green one. When he, he wanted many fresh. He wanted, so his breath would smell good afterwards. Get the green. I, mean, I think they took the green off the shelf because of him. I mean, you can't get green alcohol no more. Y'all, that's a true story. I'm not kidding. Rubbing alcohol. He's like, forget the booze. I just want the alcohol that's in it. What you drink, bro? What you drinking today? Uh, a soft feel. I don't think we had of that, bro. You're going to have to go to Walgreens. I don't serve that at this bar. Taking the time to understand one another. As what? Brothers and sisters. This will help you to handle others with love and tender-hearted concern. Listen, y'all. Now, this is important. I've heard so many testimonies of people in here. Just because you are thrust in the midst of all these believers in here and you've befriended some and talked to some, it's helped you understand your family better. Am I telling the truth? Some of you handle your mother, your father, your cousin, your uncle, wherever they are, away from you. handle them differently because you learn from handling the people in here. This is rehearsal for that. You learn how to get along in here. It makes you more compassionate towards your loved ones. Amen? Yeah, you better get that lesson while you're in here. It will help you handle others and love with love and tenderhearted concern. Ephesians 4 and 32. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath what? Forgiven you. You learn forgiveness 
So you go through something in here, you got to forgive people and move on. But that helps you go back and deal with your past. We've had a lot of people came down here because they was mad at folks where they were. Then they got down here, they got the word, they got an understanding. And so they reconcile those relationships because of it. And that's what you have to do. Amen. You have to do that. Forgiving one another. Even when we are right, we should be courteous to those that are wrong. Oh, I need to preach that to the ABC EX ministries. Folks, calm down. Be kind to people even when they're wrong. Don't always try to debate and win. Amen. Just be kind. Be courteous to those that are wrong. Sometimes we have to cater to their lack of understanding so we can establish understanding with them and bring healing. You got to cater to the fact that they're not where you are. They haven't been sitting under what you've been sitting under all this time. You in here eating meat and they are still on milk. So you have to cater to that when you're talking to them. And remember when you were had when you had a bottle of biblical formula. Amen. You hated EX Ministries. Some of you. Oh, no, no. That's, that's, that's messing with my music collection. Amen. But now you're saved and you understand. So you got to understand other people, where they're coming from. Ephesians 4 and 2. With all gentle and quiet. Woo, I'm going to stay on this quiet behavior. The Bible is telling you quiet. Look at somebody say quiet behavior. That means when it goes down and the arguing and the debating start, you are what? Quiet. But quiet behavior. Quiet behavior. You got to know when to keep your mouth shut. Amen? Man, don't get hungry for a debate and want to debate. Just be quiet. They don't have to know all that you know. Be quiet. Let God open the door and give you opportunity. Guess what? Sometimes he won't. Sometimes you have to just be quiet. Jesus on his way to the cross had to be what? Quiet. There are times when you have to just be quiet. You don't have to always correct and post and comment. Why are you on non-believers pages commenting? Let me just leave this little Easter egg right here. Why would you do that? First Peter 3 and 9. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise blessing. Knowing that you are thereunto called that you should what? Inherit a blessing. So we do not render evil for evil. And that's why people are, are, are the way they are about this holiday season because they've been used to doing that. As believers, we must not do harm to people just because they are doing harm to us. Amen? We do not do harm to others because they are harming us. We are to pray for them and do good to them regardless of their actions. Luke 6 and 28. Bless them that curse you Pray for them that what? Consequently, there may be a long history of hurt and pain in your dealings with some people. We must pray that these things will eventually work out for, work out good for them. 
Man, long history of not getting along. Long history. And you know what history does? History will make you lose hope. Yeah, because you'll get in front of them, you'll get, and you'll expect them to say something, so you'll beat them to it, and you just started the whole, you just engaged them. Trying to prevent them from getting the upper hand. You think they're going to work a certain way? Someone asks you, hey, you going over to Granny's? I ain't going over there because I already know what they're going to do. Uncle Willie going to be sitting over there. He going to ask me about homeschooling. Then Aunt Janice going to ask me, why did I quit my job to be a stay-at-home mom? Then brother, and you got it all lined up. So as soon as you walk in there, what, 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 what? Y'all been talking about what? Get in there and eat some dressing and turkey. Can you eat quietly and enjoy the seasonings in the food? Jude 22. This is what I'm telling you. This is what this holiday season is all about. People are apprehensive about the past and history and things that went down. Somebody's heart is beating fast right now thinking about going to, to, over their parents to eat. Jude 22, and refute so as to convict someone who disputes with you. And on some have what? Mercy, who waver and doubt. Some people, you just have to have mercy. They're not going to get it. Maybe not in that setting or maybe not from you. Maybe you're the wrong person. Maybe they've seen too much of you for you to be the one to witness to them. So you, you let somebody else come in and, and do it. And you just eat the turkey. I know the Lord be saying, man, I wish they quit trying to defend me. Amen. Although relationships may be altered by time and various circumstances, we should continue to believe God for healing so that we may walk in peace with our brother. So no matter how long it's been going on, we're going to pray this year. We're going to start praying tonight for healing to take place in these relationships. Amen. We're going to start in advance so that this depression don't roll around when the holidays get here. And we don't need to deprive our children from enjoying family because we have issue. First Peter 3 and 11 and let him be turned from evil and what? Do good, searching for peace and going after it with all of his heart. Go after peace with all your heart. First Peter 3 and 10, for he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Okay, let's, let, let's just really look at this scripture. For he that will love life and see good days. You want good holidays? You want to see good holidays? Refrain your tongue from evil. In other words, don't speak evil of the holiday if you want to see good ones. If you want to see better days, speak what you want to see. Not what you're expecting to see. If you want to see good days and you want to love your life, because folk get around the holidays, oh, I hate myself. I hate my life. My life sucks. That's how you feel? Really? 
The Bible is telling you if you feel like that, that's the way your life is going to play out. But you should speak better things and don't let that evil come from you because that very evil you speak in is changing your life. Your life will match what you say. Not what I say. I can preach. Oh, I agree. Oh, you're beautifully and wonderfully made. But if you don't say it, you're not. God has a plan and a purpose for you. But if you always saying God ain't going to do nothing with me, I'm, I just, I'm trash. Then you're going to feel like trash and your life's going to look like trash. Are y'all listening to me? So if you want to, if you want to love life and see good days, refrain your tongue from evil. Quit speaking evil. That your lips speak no guile. Positive speaking. If you want to see positive things. Amen. Most people dreading the holidays. Holidays turn out just like they thought they were going to. No surprises. That's because before the holidays got here, you started speaking guile and evil about it. Amen. In order for things to be better, we must, we must speak better things about our lives. And I'm not into that old positive speaking when things are negative. If this is right in front of you and the cat died, the cat just died. Man, I hate that that cat. Don't be, oh, you're not dead. Uh, get up, Felix. <laughs> Felix. <laughs> he ain't dead. Y'all, but I smell him. Oh, no, that just a... No. <laughs> Can we bury him? It's been three weeks. Oh, no. Bones are showing. Oh, no. Felix. No. you. Hey, man, have some balance. Look at somebody say balance. You know, some people are like that. Some people are like that. But I couldn't get to church, you know, because, you know, I didn't have no gas money. Oh, you don't need gas. Oh, just open the thing and speak in the tank. <laughs> call it call it what you don't see. as what. But won't you just give me $5? <laughs> Hush all that noise. Give me $5. Give me $5 and I will be there. <laughs> I had an uncle who wrote a scripture on a piece of paper and put it in his gas tank. Man, that's a true story. I wish it wasn't. I wish that wasn't true. Fold it up and put it in his gas tank. Have you created a new form of combustion? We can run a car on paper? No, your car needs, you need gas. So call it what it is, okay? So don't go crazy, amen? Amen, have some balance. But... Don't talk negative either. Don't call yourself ugly and dumb and stupid. Wish I was never born and I want to kill my... Y'all, suicidal thoughts are real. Depression, anxiety, that stuff is real. You don't want to play with that. Or you will be on medication. So you should be able to speak things. Amen. Speak over your life. Speak positive things. In order for things to be better, we must speak better things about our lives. We can alter our very existence by speaking evil instead of good. Just because you said it was going to turn out bad, it'll turn out bad. Yeah, and it makes you dread the holidays. Amen. 
makes you dread the holidays. You speaking negative. Proverbs says 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What you say, that's the fruit you're going to eat. What you speak, you're going to be eating it. Amen. I don't care how long you've been waiting, man. You speak that you're going to be married in 2017. Might be 2016, single man. You got a week. Let's go. Now you can speak that. Because all that is is going and getting a phone number. You can't do that. Women waiting, don't be, don't, hey, don't get impatient about waiting. Just, I'm one day, one day the right man going to find me. Amen. But don't get depressed and don't let the devil talk to you. Amen. It's Christmas and oh, all day. Everybody got a missile, the mistletoe. You walking around with a mistletoe. You walking around with it on a fishing pole, just hanging it over folks. Amen. Let God, let God do it. God will shine a light on you. Amen. It's men in here that found women in here and they, they was in here for years and they didn't even see them. Didn't even, didn't even notice them. Yeah, we got several testimonies. I ain't going to point nobody out, but we got several testimonies like that. Guys in here, they were looking at somebody else. Girl in here, nobody, didn't, didn't even see them for years. Then finally, who is that? It's like, man, she been going here. I ain't never seen her. That's because God hadn't shined the light on her. Wasn't time, amen. Your light is dim. God is giving you time to get it together before he shined that light. But I don't give up or no, don't give up. Amen. Don't look at somebody and say, don't give up. Our entire outlook on holidays and family can change if we refrain from speaking evil when we see the seasons approaching. Ephesians 4 and 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, and clamor. That's what clamor is, all that talking. And evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Put those things away and start speaking good. How many of you know God is a good God? You know that song. If I say God is a good God, what are you supposed to say? See, look at that. Look at that. Why is God good until you depressed? You start feeling bad, God's not good anymore? When you're feeling good, God is good all the time. And stay right there until you say the rest. Ooh, and all the time, God is good. <laughs> but then when you're depressed, God is good. To some. <laughs> Why does God get degraded? Amen. But God is good. If he's good all the time, remember that. Don't speak evil. Put it away from you. Speak good. Don't you know your, even in your marriage, your husband will do better if you spoke good. You highlighting all his inconsistencies. You making him a jive sucker. He going to feel like a jive turkey. You going to think you married a jive. Everything about your house is jive. Because you put the jive cloud in there. But if you start speaking good. Oh, I like when he leave the toilet seat, the toilet seat up. That's just opportunity for me to do something. <laughs> See how I changed that? That ain't even negative no more. That ain't working, is it? <laughs> when he throw all his clothes around, that just make me smell the love. That, that, that ain't going to work either. I'll find one. Hold on. 
Bobby up there. You preaching, Doc. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not those things. Amen. But some things you need, you need to be positive about. Have a positive outlook and speak good over your man. Ain't nobody like my man. Ain't nobody like my woman. Speak those things. And get away from bitterness and wrath and anger, especially during this season. Loving life and seeing good days ahead come from us doing good things for others and forgiving those that hurt us. Healing begins when we address situations that need to be what? Mended. There is no healing until you address situations. Situations that need mending. Amen? And sometimes I know in a perfect world we should be able to go right to somebody and right. Sometimes you got to let some time pass. Yeah, you got to let some time pass and deal with some folks. Some folks in your life, you got to kind of let them go and do their thing and come on back. That's when I'm going to deal with it. But I'm going to deal with it because I want that situation mended. Amen. Matthew 3, uh, 5 and 23. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and they there rememberest that thy brother has ought against thee, meaning you did something to him. Leave that gift before the altar and go thy way first. Be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer your gift. So before you even offer the gift, go make things right. Go make things right. God doesn't want your gift before you make things right. That's what he's saying in this scripture. Make things right with family. Make things right. That's why they always on your mind. That's why they always keep coming on your thoughts. That's why they always waking you up in the middle of the night. That's, that's because God wants you to go do something. People in here, go make it right. Used to sit over here. Yeah, I sit where I sit out, out in the foyer now. Because you mad at somebody. No, no, we're not going to have that in here. Go make that right. This is your family. We are family, but you can tell folks that's messed up with their real family because they come in here and mess stuff up. It all works together. So before you come in here giving God the sacrifice, we bring the sacrifice of praise. Before you give him the sacrifice of praise, put the praise down and go make things right. That will make God happier. Amen. <laughs> Summary. <laughs> The holiday season is a dreadful time for many. People become depressed, suicidal, and anxious when this season approaches because of past issues with family and close friends. Some become depressed because they lack material things, while others are dismayed because they feel lonely, rejected, or shunned by loved ones. During this time, many will start clamoring about the past and focusing on all that is wrong with them and their lives. They will think about those that have hurt them and blame others for them being alone, misunderstood, and pitiful. But the Bible is clear about how our viewpoint shapes our outlook. Our mindset and our words can alter our perception to create the very thing that we dread. A healing season begins when we decide to think differently about ourselves and our loved ones. When we change our perception. And what we are saying, we will change how we view the holiday season. As this season draws near, we should begin to forgive those that hurt us and pray for the well-being of those that are lost. 
We should keep our lips from speaking evil and start speaking good about the brethren. We should let go of past hurts and start focusing on future healing. The holidays are what we make them to be. If we want to enjoy them, we must change our minds and our words so that what we think and speak is what we desire to see. Amen? First Peter 3 and 11 in the Amplified Version says, Let him turn away from wickedness and shun it, and let him do right. Let him search for peace, harmony, undisturbed by fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts, and seek it easily, eagerly. Do not merely desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow man, and with yourself, but pursue and what? Go after them. Let there be peace on earth. But that peace starts with us. Go after it. Pursue it. Amen. You've been listening to a true church perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.